morning, I, uh, I want to encourage you to, for a few minutes, we're going to look into the Word of God. Today, I am, I am very excited about this service. I've been looking forward to it for some time. This is something that we do a couple of times a year now, for a long time. Uh, we did it once a year, but we don't like to wait very long now. It's been a number of months since we had our last baptism service, but we want to do this to, to do what God has called us to do. In just a few minutes, uh, you are going to see and you are going to hear on the screen some people speak for a few moments. Tell them that they're actually the ones who are having the greater part of today's message by their testimony. And then, uh, after that, you will see them put under water and then brought back up out of the water. It's what the Bible calls baptism. Baptism comes from a Greek word. I won't bother you with that, but it, from, it comes from a Greek word that means to dip or to immerse. And they would use this word if there was a piece of cloth that needed to be dyed, they would baptize it or dip it or immerse it into that dye, and it would come out looking very, very different. The word baptism, or the Greek word for baptism, was also used for like a pitcher of water. You understand back then, they, they got water out of a well. They didn't turn on a faucet. They, they would take some kind of a container, and they would lower it into a well, and it would dip, it would, it would be immersed into it, and then they would draw water out of it. And that word we have is baptism. It means to dip into or to immerse into. So that's what it means, but why do we baptize? Why do Christians for the last 2,000 years in every country, in every place, among every ethnic group, why do we baptize? It's an important question. You see, if, 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 if someone knew nothing about baptism and they saw what we were doing today, they would naturally wonder, what's the purpose of baptism? Why do we baptize? What's the purpose in this? What is accomplished by putting a fully clothed... I mean, if you've never seen this before, what is the purpose of putting a fully clothed person underwater, bringing them back out of the water, handing them a towel, and then sending them on their way? Someone comes in dry, they leave wet, but what is accomplished? It's, it, can, it can appear so, so external only. Well, we baptize. One of the reasons why we baptize is because Jesus told us to baptize. In Matthew chapter 28, a very significant chapter in the Bible, it, it, it was after Jesus had died on the cross and then been raised from the dead, he was about to return to heaven, and he was giving his followers, the original 12 disciples, some final instructions. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 and following, read this way, and Jesus came up and he spoke to them, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth. 
Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He says this to them. These are these final instructions. Jesus said, go and make disciples. Again, that word, uh, uh, like baptism, right? I just have to explain what it means. I think a definition of disciple is in order here as well. A disciple is a person who has been called and who has accepted the call to follow Jesus Christ and to become like him. Jesus chose the original 12 disciples. He called them. They accepted. He actually called others as well. They did not accept, but he called them and uh, they accepted and they began to follow him. And over the course of time, they took on his character. They became like him. The disciple Uh, uh, reproduces themselves, if you will, or replicates themselves in the the person being discipled. Jesus said, go and make discipleship, make disciples. He, He called them to discipleship. You see, discipleship is not just one prayer. It's not just one occasion. Rather, discipleship is a growing, developing, expanding relationship with Jesus Christ. A few minutes ago, I shared with you an example of of a salvation prayer. Lord, I recognize my need for you. Come into my heart. Forgive my sins. I believe that you died on the cross and rose from the dead, not just for all of humanity, but for me, and I surrender my life to you. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. A simple prayer like that is the beginning of a relationship, but it's not the totality of it. Salvation happens when that very simple, heartfelt prayer of surrender to Christ takes place. But the discipleship that follows continues on for the rest of their life. Jesus said, go and make disciples. You see that before you. Jesus did not say go and make just converts. Jesus said, go and make disciples. And he added this, by the way. I think it's important that I point this out as well. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all of the nations. Now, that word can throw us a little bit, the word nations, because when we think of nations, we think of political entities, uh, names of countries. The word here, the Greek word here is it's ta ethne, it, it, it actually it would be to all ethnic groups, to all peoples. Jesus was making it very clear that discipleship was not just for Jewish people. The original 12 disciples were all Jewish, but Jesus said, I want you to go and make disciples of every people's group. Glory to God. By the way, most of us here this morning, perhaps most listening, are not of Jewish, Jewish ethnicity. Now, if you are, glory to God, that's a wonderful thing. But most of us have received Jesus Christ because somebody said, I will take the gospel to a place and to a people that have not yet heard about it. We have received the gospel because Jesus said, go and make disciples of all of the people's groups, all of the ethnic groups, all of the peoples of the world. So my question, very simple question, 
Uh, we're going to baptize some people, but my question for everyone listening to this message is, are you a disciple? Are you a disciple? Not just have you given your heart to Jesus, that makes you a convert, but are you a disciple? Are you in a living, growing, expanding relationship with Jesus Christ? Too often when I talk with people, I say, tell me about your relationship with Jesus Christ. And the only thing that they have is a date and a time and a place in which they surrendered their heart to Jesus. Now that's a good thing, but that's the beginning point. But what is Jesus doing in your life today? If he is growing in you, and you're growing in your relationship with Jesus Christ. You're becoming more like him through the challenges of life than you are a disciple. And Jesus called us to discipleship. So baptism, Jesus said to baptize those disciples. And baptism is not an initiation, but it's a declaration. It's a declaration of what Jesus has done in me. It is a follower of Jesus Christ Declaring, telling people that there has been a change from my old life to now a new life. Something has happened. There's been a break. This is how I used to be. This is what I used to do. But Jesus came into my life and now there's a change. And from that point forward, I'm living differently. And baptism is declaring that. Romans chapter 6, verses 4 and 5 uh, it says this about baptism. Therefore, we have, and there's a lot of imagery here, so listen to it. Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism. Baptism is a kind of a burial, a death. We have been buried with him through baptism into death in order that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also in the like, be in the likeness in, the, in his resurrection. So baptism, and again, you're going to see this in a few moments, uh, it, it is, it's, it's so symbolic. It's a declaration that, yes, I have died in Christ, <coughs> but... Now in newness of life, resurrection, raised up, now I am declaring that Jesus is my Lord. That's how I was. This is how I am. Hallelujah. From the very beginning of the church, 2,000 years ago, Christians have carried out this command. You see it throughout the book of Acts, the history book of the early church, actually on day one, literally day one of the church, in Acts chapter two, you, there were 3,000 people. Boy, they had to have a bigger tank than this, didn't they? 3,000 people were, accepted Christ and were baptized in one day. But from that time until this time to today, they are people who, when they were baptized or are baptized, are declaring things are different, I'm not going back. We sang that this morning. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. Do you see how important this is? Baptism. 
Why do we do it publicly? Why not privately? Why not just one or, with one or two people? Why is baptism public? When someone comes to Christ, they are alone, right? They're by their bedside or they're, or they're listening to a podcast or they're watching a sermon or they're, or they're in a Sunday school class or they're in an AFA kids church or some other children's ministry. They're in someone's backyard. Uh, they may be, uh, they, it may happen in a bar and they give their lives. It may be in the most unlikely of places that they surrender their, Christ, their, their life to Christ and few people know it. They may be totally alone, but they believe in Him. They recognize their need for Christ. They they surrender themselves to Him and they believe. In fact, in Mark chapter 16, verse 16, Jesus said, belief precedes baptism. That's very important. Belief, Jesus said, believe and be baptized. You see, we don't baptize and then hopefully they'll believe, but we believe and then we are baptized. Persons that you're going to see baptized here today, in the past, in the future, There are persons who have said, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that he died and rose for me. I believe that he forgives sins and he has forgiven my sins. And I don't know everything about him and I don't know everything about the word. But I know this, Jesus is in me and I'm declaring it to the world. Baptism follows belief. In those places, in those quiet places. But baptism is a public declaration of spiritual inner transformation. It's telling others that you are now His. And this is where it comes. We have a responsibility. And, and, and to say to, to persons who are baptized and you're witnessing it, now, now they're actually holding themselves accountable to you. And so, so they're declaring to you and to others, this is what Jesus has done in my life. I've shared this before very quickly. I've shared this before, that in some places, this public declaration of baptism puts their very lives at risk. I have friends, missionary friends, uh, believers around the world, perhaps you do as well, who, who know that in those places, when you publicly declare, I have decided to follow Jesus and I won't turn back. In that public declaration, they're also declaring that what they used to believe, the the false religion, the, the groundless religion, the empty faith that they once had in that thing or that person, that that, that, that that is now behind me and I reject that and I accept Jesus Christ. And in declaring that publicly, they put their lives on the line. There are people that I have known who have baptized people And the following week, that person is killed by a family member or by someone who once was a part of their life. You see, there's something to saying, I'm with him and he is in me. It's a public declaration. Matthew chapter 10, verses 32 and 33, Jesus said this, Whoever acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father in heaven. So you're going to hear some people 
who are publicly declaring that I am with him, acknowledge that, that Jesus is their Lord. So this is a great time. This is a wonderful time in where, where we rejoice over what God has done in a person's heart and what he is doing in their lives, and that's why this is a great time of celebration. Let me give you some direction. Um, uh, we, we really do regard this as a great celebration for people, uh, and we celebrate with them. And, and uh, often when a person is baptized here, I'm not, I'm not requiring you to do this, but if you feel like it, just, just let loose. Um, uh, when, 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 um, when someone comes up out of the water, oftentimes people cheer and they clap and they whistle and they get excited. Now, if you're not familiar with that, you're thinking, boy, that just, that doesn't seem to fit the decorum of a church. Um, but w- w- we get excited o- over a lot lesser things than that, and, 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 and in doing so, we're just rejoicing with them. And so if you're here, your family, your friends, you don't even know them, but you're just excited about what's happening, then go ahead and get excited. That's Okay. So don't be offended by someone if they all of a sudden start rolling in, you know, doing cartwheels down the, the hallway. Don't, don't, probably won't happen, but if it does, just be ready for that. It's a time of great celebration. There are, um, there are three persons who will be baptized today. Uh, there were others couldn't make it today. We're going to do that in the near future. Um, but uh, I want to add this as well. In the next few minutes... Um, there may be some here who are not on the schedule. We have prepared their, you're going to hear their testimonies, you're going to see them on the screen in just a moment, but there may be others here today and you're not, you're not on the schedule. Um, but in the next few minutes or maybe even during this brief message, uh, the Holy Spirit may prompt you and say, today's your day. You, you believe in Him, you've surrendered your life to Him. It may have been a few minutes ago, it may have been months or even years ago, but you've not followed in the command, remember Matthew 28, the command of Jesus to be baptized. We want to give you the opportunity. We want to make that available to you. So in a few minutes after, after we baptize the three that we have on the schedule, I will give you the opportunity. We have an extra towel here. We don't have any extra clothing. You're going to go home wet, but the, that's Okay. Uh, if the Holy Spirit is directing you, then we want to make that available to you. Glory to God. Somebody say amen. amen. This is a great, a great time, very exciting. And um, at this time, I'm, I'm going to step over here and, and uh, we, uh, we, we want to commit this time to the Lord Jesus. I thank you again for all that you've done in these people's lives. And, and Lord, for the, the stories that, that we're going to hear, the brief stories, it's just a small part of what you have done in people's lives. But Lord, we commit this time to you, and we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. The first person who is uh, going to be baptized is Jordan Arndt, and uh, I, want, I draw your attention to the screen, I want you to hear his testimony. Hi, I'm Jordan. Uh, I came to Christ uh, a few years ago. I decided, I grew up in the church, born and raised in, uh, here in Aberdeen, 
uh, went to Zion Lutheran. And I remember hearing my brothers uh, wanting to not go to church or go to Sunday school. And my dad, every time I would try and put up that same fight, he'd say, no, nope, we're not going to do this. Well, why do I have to go? And it was always because it's the right thing to do. And that stuck with me. But it wasn't until a few years ago I was going through some issues uh, mentally and emotionally that I decided to uh, dive deeper. And I got my Bible and I decided to actually go through the process to see what God wants from me. I've always felt Him in my life. I always knew He was there. But it wasn't until I read my Bible that I got to know the importance that Jesus has in our relationship with the Father. And thanks to Jesus, He's helped me uh, kind of turn my life around, uh, got me to give up a bunch of things that just weren't of Him, weren't for Him, didn't glorify Him in any way, shape, or form. And so now, I've decided to take that step and make that stand that going forward, I'm going to live my life for Jesus. Isn't that, Isn't that cool? Look at you. Hallelujah. They're getting excited and you haven't even been baptized yet. I first met Marty several years ago, or excuse me, several months ago. And not Marty, Jordan. Uh, Marty's next. I, I first met uh, Jordan about, about a year ago. He was invited and a friend of his invited him. And uh, I'm, it's been such a joy to hear it. I, I've looked for him at Walmart, I've found him, and we've just rejoiced together. And I'm very grateful for what God has done in Jordan's life. Um, you mentioned in your, that's the first time I'd heard that testimony, Jordan, and you mentioned about how you wanted to dive deeper. You didn't know how deep you were going to go. But God is doing a great work in your life. And Jordan, upon your public declaration of Jesus Christ, um, uh, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And uh, God bless you. And uh, again, how exciting. You just heard, he said, I, I want more. I, I'm desiring something more. And so the next one I want you to hear now is Marty. Marty Cunningham, I want you to listen to his testimony. Hi, I'm Marty. Growing up, my own experience with church was after Saturday night slumber parties where I would attend with my friend's parents. As an adult, attending church on Easter was always a must. Easter of 2002, I felt Jesus and had the strength to raise my hand and accept Jesus into my heart. I was always fearful to share this experience until seven years ago when I felt God had sent me on a path which I endured many struggles and awakenings. When asked if I'm a Christian, I asked, have I accepted Jesus Christ into my heart as my Lord and Savior? And I respond, yes living unfearful to start a family of my own and overcoming any tests and failures is my future with God besides me. Glory to God. Marty, I, I first met you really just a, a, a not too long ago. Uh, a friend of his, a co-worker, invited him. 
And I, I began to hear his testimony. And it's a great testimony. In fact, uh, you just heard a portion. Uh, you're hearing just a portion of what these people have experienced. But I, I encourage you in the weeks and the months to come, because they're a part of this body, I want you to get to them and say, tell me more of your story. And I promise you, you hear more of this brother's story, you are going to be blessed. Well, Marty, I'm very grateful that the Lord has brought you to this point. This is my brother in Christ. Uh, he, we're, we're both saved by the blood of Jesus, and so we're connected together. Very grateful for that. Marty, uh, upon your public profession of faith in Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. No turning back. Glory to God. Thank you, my brother. No turning back. Wow, isn't this great? Well, it, it's, it's, um, it's uh, to, to see this, to witness this. Again, would you also do this with these persons, be praying for them? And in the weeks to come, one more, and I want you to hear uh, Titus Stahl. Hi, my name is Titus. I was raised in a Christian home with biblical principles, but I never knew Jesus Christ until about two years ago when I, as the Lord was moving in my life, in many ways, um, it became it became more powerful to the degree that I was brought to true repentance. One evening, I remember I was sitting down, sitting in, in my room and reading a book that was dealing with heaven and hell and eternal judgment, and this great feeling of fear came over me, and I was moved to get down on my knees on my face before God and, and confess and, and repent and, and say, I'm sorry, Lord, I, I know, more, know more of this. I don't want my way, my will in my life anymore, but your will. And something came over me that moment, something else like a great peace and a calm washed over me right then. And looking back now, I know that that is the day when I was born again, when Jesus saved me and gave me a new heart and new desires. And I remember I was, I was saved from sin that, from the, that, had, that had taken hold of my life and become a continual habit. Um, I couldn't break them on my own strength and that day it was broken. And even though the road has been rocky, it, it seems like Every day sin is just standing at the door, but Jesus is there and he lives within me. I want to be baptized today because it's a commandment of Jesus Christ and because he himself was baptized as, as our example. And I believe that it's the next step for me to take. Amen. Yeah, this is... Titus, this is the next step, and it's an obedience. It's, a, it's a, a step of obedience. Jesus said, baptize them, and he's saying, yes, Lord. And uh, what a, what a, again, what a great thing. What, what God has done in this young man, I've, I've known Titus for over a year now. Again, a family member invited him here. He's a part of our church in part because of that. But uh, he became a part of the family of God when he surrendered his life to Jesus. 
And I thank God for that. Titus, today, before these people, you have declared your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ alone. And so I baptize you now, now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, my brother. Hallelujah. Uh, these, these persons are getting changed now into dry clothes, and they, you will see them afterwards. And I want you to, again, congratulate them, and that's in order, uh, uh, very much in order, uh, also to pre be praying for them. You've seen there, you've heard just a little bit of their story. A few minutes ago, I shared that there are three persons who are going to be, uh, that, that are on the schedule for baptism, but um, uh, several years ago, we began opening this up because there may be some who today, you, you perhaps before today or even leading up to today, you really feel directed by the Holy Spirit. We want to give you the opportunity. So uh, before we close, is there anyone else who would, like, who would like to say, yes, today I want to publicly declare my faith in Jesus Christ? Is there anyone here? We have a towel here for you. Um, is there anyone who would, uh, who would like say, yeah, I'm that person before we, I, I don't want to belabor this, but I don't want to, I don't want to shut it down either. Is there anyone else? Hallelujah. Would you stand with me, please? Well, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I want to, I want to sing a song. And we're not prepared up here, but I'm going to lead it. No, that's okay, honey. Yeah, come on up here. Yeah, you join me. Well, let's lead it together. This is going to be fun. We've never done this before. Yeah, grab a microphone. I want them to hear your voice more than mine. Um, I, I want to sing this song, and Joni, you help me, and we'll just do it with our voices, right? Let's do, a, let's do a, a, an orchestra of voices. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me. That isn't the declaration just for three people who, who were baptized today, but it is a declaration that if you have faith in Christ that you can declare as well. All right? So I think you're familiar enough with the song. You can, you're going to be back here. Can we? Can, can we? No, we're just us. I'm dead. No, we're going to do this. Yeah, no. I'm stuck. I, I, no, well, then get yourself unstuck. Let's do this. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, blessed are the flexible. They shall not be broken. All right, come on up here. Are you ready? With your voices. What are you doing? Yeah. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. Sing it out. I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. 
the cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back, no turning back. Lord Jesus, that is our prayer. Our prayer for the, the persons who were baptized today. Every follower of Jesus Christ that has been baptized in the past. Every person who, whether it was in a public place or in a very private place, surrendered their life to you. I pray, Lord Jesus, that that would be our prayer. I have decided. He's called me. I've answered that call to follow you. And Lord, in following you, I become more than just a convert. I become a disciple. Lord, continue to make me your disciple. We give ourselves to you. Now bless my brothers and my sisters throughout this region as they're watching or listening here in this building today. As we go our way, may we go in the power in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, and we're following you. In Jesus' name, if you believe it, say amen. amen. God bless you. I believe you believe it. God bless you. Go in the presence and in the power of our Lord Jesus Christ.